Welcome back to Untucked Shorts, episode 24. I'm your host, Felix Vogel, and this is my podcast, a.k.a. my dad, Mark Vogel. 24! 24 episodes! That feels significant. You know, that's actually just one short of the amount of years the WNBA has been established. You know, that's exactly what I was thinking! So next podcast, we will have had just recorded as much episodes as the WNBA has had seasons. I'm sure that is why everybody tuned in today yeah, to get that sure. kind of one, mathematical yeah. basketball trivia. We've got a packed episode today. We've got a lot to talk about and, and um, not a ton of time to do it because we actually have a, have a plan to go play some basketball up at Mission Playground in, okay. in, in a little bit. But let's get to so, it. We've got a few things to talk first, about. Number one. Thank you to Dave Piazza, George, and Karen for putting in some comments on the last episode. We're going to read them out and... Talk about them for a little bit. Mark, would you like to read Dave Piazza's as the very first? I would love to. And I'm going to just take a moment to put on a plaid shirt. Argyle. Uh, maybe. Well, actually, I'm thinking about how I'm going to read this like Dave Piazza. Maybe I'm going to put on some leather boots. Um, get a guitar. Well used. Get a guitar. Maybe um, sit back in a, in a nice high back leather chair. Really creating impression of Dave here. Dave writes in. Great episode, guys. Love the Jersey segment. Was there ever any question who the floor general was going to be? Um, I think that's... Uh, I think that's pretty much uh, Magara yeah, that's <laughs> in a, our house. Somebody who knows Magara yeah. and our dynamic very well. Indeed, Magara is our floor general. Um, and Iguodala strikes me as the warrior most likely to wear Argyle. No doubt. Yeah, so far, all of the um, On point, Jersey numbers yeah, make sense. Of course, often when I see Felix shoot jumpers, I think I'm watching Clay. Agreed here. Smooth stroke, catch and shoot. But Dave goes on, I'm not sure the man of few words moniker carries over. But hey, close <laughs> enough. Hope the salmon turned out good. What does he mean, hope the salmon? I think, uh, I think at the very end of our last podcast, uh-huh. we were rushed because we had some salmon. And that was actually a very well-cooked salmon. Oh, I'm glad um, you remember. Not too chewy. Very good. Also, the kale on that was not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like the... Should, um, should we do a spin-off of, cooking show? Yeah, for sure. What was that rice called? Pilaf. Pilaf, Pilaf. rice is so good. Dave, yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks for commenting, verifying our jersey choices, and also um, just, just being sincerely curious about how our, uh, okay. how our dinner turned out. And okay, next comment is from George. This is from George. Thank you, George, for commenting. Another great episode. Thank you. If I had a jersey, it would be either 13 for Sarnaris Marculinus, the, Lithuasi- the Lithuanian bruiser. Unclear who that is. And 21 for Eric Augustus, Sleepy Floyd. Yeah, that really makes a lot of sense. He was a great. He was an all-time great. Um, Felix, you can don't you tell know, me who Saronis Marchiolonis? Marchiolonis? Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to ask me to tell you who George is, but I, I'm glad you go straight <laughs> to the NBA Lithuanian legend. Um, I believe he played maybe in the 90s. I'm going to guess for somebody like the Kings. Again, I'm hoping that we get some more comments, maybe have a separate thread just about Lithuanian NBA players. And Swedish NBA players. We've done that quite a bit on um, cross-world and speaking of that, we have a another um, – our Warrior of the Week will be somebody that was not born in America. Let's just say that. Ooh, good point. Um, why don't we – We'll get to that later. Yeah, and we have that. one more comment. Felix, would you like to read the comment from Karen? Yeah, this is from Karen. Thank you, Karen, for commenting. I admit this is my first Untucked Shorts episode. And whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to stop right there. Come on, Karen. Car- yeah, come Karen. on, Karen. This is our 24th Fourth episode. episode. You know this what? is she the pro- first one? She probably tuned in because 
on episode 23, yeah. we talked about number 23. Oh, Her yeah. birthday was June 23rd, right. and Megara was on it. All right. Well, okay. I should, should not have interrupted, but okay. I guess better late than never. Thanks, Karen, Thank for you, hopping Karen. the um, short stream. Your VIP, Mrs. Megara Vogel, is what drew me in. I enjoyed listening and had many connections to the comment to the content. Alfonso McKinney autograph. I witnessed it. That is true. She was in the airport line about 10 feet away from me when I encountered the six foot eight um, NBA professional basketball player. And 23 is also my birthday, as I said earlier, but in June. Baxter in a jersey is adorable. Happy New Year. Thank you, Karen, for commenting. And, and also thank you for the well wishes on the new yeah. year. That's really the comment board can be yeah. a place for our listeners to give us feedback, share insights, or just, you know, check in to see, see what meals we're eating, uh, <laughs> wish us well for the new year, make yeah. it whatever you want. So thanks everybody. We what about uh, look our forward dogs, to more comments. Costumes. Oh, Stephen Furry. Stephen Furry. Um, Episode 23. That was a good one. Go back so and listen to that if you missed it. We're past the comment section. Thank you all for commenting. And we are going to talk about the thing that you probably thought, thought we were going, we to, were talk going about. to talk about. This is about. big. This might be our biggest headline of the whole year. At 5.38 p.m. on Sunday, January 19th. January 9th. January 9th, 2022, Mr. Clay Alexander Thompson returned on the court. Is his middle name really Alexander? That's what you're thinking about, Dad? Well, I just... Uh... Yeah, yeah. His middle name is the same as mine. Yeah. Huh. Um, so, he... So, yes, Clay it is just, back. It was amazing. And not only is he back, we he, were there to witness it. We were there. It. We were in that stadium on row 123, peering down... Um, wait, wait a second. Wait, 123 makes it sound like we we're miles away. That's not quite true. We were in no, section 123. We were in section 123, which is pretty close to the court. That's it's good. It's a good seat, really good seat. It's right. It's like take to any of you who are really warriors geeks, take where their locker and where they come out, then go up ten rows and look right, and you'll see me holding up a um, sign that says "Best Clay Ever," which we made. And held up there. It's um, such a good seat, in fact, that it's that we looked to our left at one point and noticed a former warrior sitting just a few rows away. And um, I feel like we had an even better seat than than. And actually, is he from? Where is he from? Oh yeah, he's yet. Is he Lithuanian? No. no. All right, enough Comment suspense. In the section, we were sitting next to Zaza Pachulia, not next to. Okay, I'm. Okay. I'm but like, poetic yeah, license. we were pretty close to Zaza Pachulia, um, and comment, um, below if you know what country Zaza Pachulia was from, and you know it was just a great vibe there. It was. It was pretty special. Oh, I mean, we got yeah. there about an hour before. Two. We we saw the warm ups. We got there two and a half hours before that. I want to hear Felix. We'll we'll talk about Clay's impact on the team and um, uh-huh. how his first week back is going. Um, but Felix, what what for you? Just emotionally, what was a, a kind of a highlight moment of, of well, being in that stadium? It for was this it was comeback game. I mean, it was awesome to be in the crowd when they introduced him. Yeah, but. At that point, I just really wanted to see him play. I wanted to see him get the ball, and that's exactly what he did on the first play. 
No one, no one was expecting that on the very first play with still 47 minutes and 52 seconds left to go <laughs> that Clay would be the first one to score. Yeah, and a floater in the lane too. It, not, no, it not wasn't. A typical yeah, he, shot. Like, he like drove in. He was like bodied up their center. What's his center's name? With the headband? Jer- Jared, Jared Allen. Jared. Yeah. Or Evan Mobley. No, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. That was that was huge, and he's a strong player. Um, yeah, that was I electric. Think, I think the biggest thing was that dunk. Right, and then that, to come back. And that just slam he it. he crossed over Jared Allen, like twenty two feet away from the basket, and just drove in and put it in the hoop. That I, was. I would agree that that crazy. was electrifying. That that really was a. I'm back. I'm healthy. I've been out of this game for two and a half years, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> but when he – um, there were two moments where I almost got a heart attack. The first one was when there was a fast break, and he tripped. Yep. Um, He stumbled for a second, and I was like, oh, no. But then that landing on the dunk, I mean, that's what got him the f- two years before, and he did not land upright. He kind of like squatted down. He kind of landed like a frog. Um, That scared the heck out of me. Um, That was crazy. But it was just really fun to be there. And it got got loud. That's all I could say. I liked... um, I think one of the lights broke from the noise. Not true. Possibly true. Wild exaggeration. Felix, our listeners depend on us to give them the facts. That is possibly true. Another actual true fact is that the woman sitting next to you had amazing Golden State Warriors earrings. Earrings. (laughs) Um, The guy sitting to the left of us uh, said that that he had a 10-year-old son at home who would be very jealous uh, of the fact that that, that I I came with you. He apparently had to bring his father-in-law. Didn't seem too happy about it, but that's neither here nor there, I suppose. Um, for me, the catch and shoot, finally, when Clay hit his first three, the place erupted. That's the old Clay. We won the game easily. Clay had 17 points. Um, it just looked like the game was easier for everybody. Wiggins played well. Poole played well off the bench. It just really felt like um, it's going to be okay. It's yeah. been a long time. This team is reborn, rejuvenated for Clay and for everybody else, which brings me maybe, Felix, to. Um, Some more facts. The, the, the topic that we want to talk about um, in terms of Clay's impact on the team. Yeah. We're halfway so, through the season, 30 and 10, 30 and 11 approximately. Thir- no, 31 and 12. Okay. Well, now we're 31 and 12. Yeah. That's true. 31 so and 12. So here we are, basically halfway through this, this season. Tonight. Um, so I think Clay, I feel like Clay in and of itself, is just going to be a huge addition to the Warriors. But I think maybe a bigger thing he brings to the table than just his own ability is defenders. You have to set up a whole new defense if you put Clay on the team because Wiggins is so explosive. Explosive. Wiggins is only going to give more opportunities. We have such good shooters. We were number one without Clay. And we were getting wide open shots without Clay. Now put two on Curry, put two on Clay, and then you one defender has to take on James Wiseman, Otto Porter, Andrew Wiggins, and Jordan. Like that is, it'll just be really too hard for the defense. So even though his own 
ability to shoot and, you know, score points and make assists, what what he does to just draw away from Wiggins and those kind of people. So I, I, I think there are two things that stand out for me, Felix. One is, and I know you've played on some basketball teams and people can can maybe sort of see this coming and going. When there's a really good person on your team and you're a teammate of theirs, there's maybe a tendency to say that's less opportunity, right? That's that one of the tensions in, in Brooklyn right now is that you've got Durant, Harden, and Kyrie coming back for these road games. The question is, they all need the ball to score. Will they distribute? Is having more stars good for them? Or is there some clunkiness and um, they, they need to spread around that offense or else the, the individual stars don't get hot. But with yeah. Clay uh, and with Steph, as we've seen, those guys actually attract attention. And so... Wiggins has never played with Clay before. It's um, he, he's never never certainly been on the court with Clay and Steph. So even though Wiggins' scoring might go down a little bit, no, because I think there are other people. Up. You think Wiggins' scoring will go up? I, I think his shots will get easier. I no, I think Clay will not do as good as he did coming back, and Wiggins will do almost thirty percent better. I feel like Clay's going to average fifteen to twenty points. And Wiggins will average 15 to 20 points, which is about where he's been. But I don't think it'll go up. I think, though, that the efficiency will go up and that Steph will start to come out of this slump and get more to that high 20s kind of scoring. And folks like pool off the bench. So I agree with you that it'll get easier for people. But um, but but I do think it's going to be take a little time. I mean, and let's let's be honest, Felix, this week wasn't so good. We lost to Memphis. This week was. Do we want to talk about the Bucks or, or after the break? We'll do that after the break. But I'm just thinking, you know, I think even though Clay will score, you know, another 10 to 15 points or so, um, let's say overall he'll add 10 points to our final score in the game, even if he scores 20, you know, because he's taking away from other people. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go look at the Warriors' record, look at their wins and losses, and add 10 points onto our final scores? We'd be number one by, like... Oh, I see. Eleven so games. There are a number of games that we 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 lost by less than ten that you think we would have won if we'd had Clay. Yeah, there was Memphis okay. in overtime. There were Charlotte. Um, that was a couple. We would obviously still have lost the Bucks game, but if you take our Warriors team and add just ten points on, yeah. to every single one of our final scores, hmm. and then you put in James Wiseman, so maybe take okay. a couple. All right. Okay, all right. Okay, I, okay. I'm ahead. Too far. I think we should take a break. Like, we'll come yeah. back. Talk about this week and um, our Warrior of the Week yeah. on the back half of this we episode. We will see you right after the break. Um, and a word from our sponsors, Mr. Pickles and Bed Bath & Beyond. Welcome back, Shorts fans, to the back half of episode 24. We are going to be talking about this week, pivotal mid-season week for the Warriors on the road, tough road trip, and the yin and yang games this week, back-to-back Thursday, Friday, were in Milwaukee, a just devastating loss to the Bucks. Clay, did Clay play that one? Yeah, he did. Clay played that one. Nobody could, could help. We were down... I think by 40 points almost at halftime, 77-37 or something just incredible. What do you think is worse? The fact that we couldn't score 40 points in one half or that we let them score 80 points in one half? 
Um, I definitely think the 80 points of one half. I think that, that that's just, I mean, the 40 okay. points, that's, that's not that great offense. But it happens. But it happens. You can come back from it if you have a particularly good second half. But you cannot be giving any NBA team a 40-point lead. Um, and it's just yeah. like, on what positions did they not score? So, devastating loss in Milwaukee. Big test the next night. Back-to-back in Chicago. Key players resting. Draymond out. Um, I think... And, and, and we destroyed the Bulls, who are number Wait, one in the East. On one last note about Milwaukee. I did not... I don't think um, Clay was ready to guard Middleton. Mm-hmm. Because... They play the same position, so he was put on to him for a couple plays. He, I mean, he's a great defender. He's really good two ways. But on your third game, it's a tall task to be guarding one of the league's best players. Absolutely. So, who is like a finals. You know, something that occurs to me, Felix, is when your team loses, just gets destroyed, is the right attitude to say... Okay, let's get down about it and try and fix all the things that went wrong. Or do you just kind of like crumple it up like a piece of paper and throw it away and say whatever? That was just that was we just well, we played terribly. They played great. Move on. I don't think. What do you do? I think that's a little too extreme. I think you need to do a bit of both. Okay. I think you need to see what you did wrong so you don't do it again, and then put it away a bit, but still try to remember how it feels to lose and make that drive you to play better. So, I feel like if you either just analyze it too much, you'll get depressed and play worse. <laughs> if you throw it all away, you'll make the same mistakes again. So, if you can analyze it a bit, throw it away a bit, but keep some of it to drive you, that's like the perfect recipe for success. Well, I hope somebody was cooking with that recipe on the bus from Milwaukee to Chicago because... <laughs> yeah. You want, you want to talk about what happened in Chicago? That was just a complete well, turnaround. We tuned into the game, and about at the um, nine-minute mark in the first quarter, so we missed the tip-off. And what we were thinking before the game was, we're going to get crushed. We don't have Clay. We're playing horribly. And we we're don't playing, have Clay because not because he's injured, but just because, because back they're back easing him back. They're, they're going to back. It's understandable. Okay, so sorry. Clay it's, was out. Clay Raymond was, was out. Who else? I think that was GP. It. GP Gary was Payton has sore back had to leave, year, so he so, wasn't playing. And we were like, "This is also the number one team. Milwaukee's the number two team, and they desolated us. So no chance we're going to win." But we just had the right mentality from the tip. We kept the game close. Um, and after the first, at the end of the first quarter, we were like, "We got this." And then you know, as soon as the second started. Every single shot was going in. We were like 80% from the three-point line. It was insane. Yeah, that was amazing. We were just, that second quarter broke and the it, game and it, and it wasn't... Everybody con- contributed. It wasn't just a Curry Bonanza where he put up 61 points on 10 threes. It was like he scored some. Wiggins got some. Poole had like a 25-point game. 22. He was in the 20s. Yep, we yep. had... Four people who scored twenty points that game, and one of them was a big surprise. That and was, I think, that's our warrior of the week, Jonathan Kaminga, the rookie. Um, I mentioned earlier that he was not born in America; he was born in the Congo or Republic of Democratic Republic, Republic of, Congo. of Congo. He 
started playing basketball when he was two, along with his brother, who was quite good. And then he moved here in for high school. He went to like Patrick High, the Patrick School or something in New Jersey. And he was like by his he skipped college uh, to play two years in G League Ignite, and he got such high ratings that you know on draft day the Warriors like we could get James Booknight. We could get Davion Mitchell. We want Jonathan Kaminga. And the number seven pick, right? The, he, was, seven. he was number seven. Number seven. And I was like, I was taken aback because we traded D'Angelo Russell. Like, we threw an all-star away for this. We benefited off of it on many levels. But, you know, this was no, like, we fought for this seven pick. And to pick a G League player who no one was really expecting that much was like, really? It was gutsy. It yeah. was gutsy. I was a little unsure. I mean, so definitely did not but now, know what he was you capable know, of. You know, you know what people are calling him now? What are they calling him now? Giannis 2.0. Really? That'd so, be amazing. <laughs> I mean, he's, I six, think, he's I, six foot eight. He's, he's six foot eight. Incredibly athletic. 225 pounds. Um, to anybody who's watching that Bulls game, he jumped about two and a half feet above the rim yeah. to block a floater that Looney couldn't have gotten up there for. Yeah. Um, he climbed the ladder on that one for sure. Yeah, it kind of looked like he was like a Star Wars guy. and He Just, like levitated sorry. up and then <laughs> yeah. hit it back down. He was like, nope. And the smart thing about that play was, you know, most rookies are so cocky when they did something that athletic that they'd volleyball it seven rows back. Mm-hmm. But and everybody would have gone crazy. But he was like, "No, I want to keep the ball in play." And then he hustled on the other end, and he got like a layup. Yeah, he um, did it on both ends of the floor. Twenty-five yeah. points in Chicago. He also he was he's a knockdown three-point shooter. Now you were saying as we were watching the game, Felix, that uh, with the way he's playing, he should be getting a lot more minutes. Yeah, and so that's an interesting conversation. How much going into the second half next week? We're coming I up. Think, we have games against um, Timberwolves tonight. Brooklyn you know, in at the end of a homestand. We've got some tough games think, coming up. How much should he play? Obviously, Damian Lee isn't going to really see that much minutes with Clay coming back. But I feel like if Kamingo could take like 20% more of JTA's minutes, mm-hmm. that'd be really beneficial. Because since we don't have Draymond Green, and Draymond Green is pretty much the only person who can guard Cat mm-hmm. on the T-Wolves, you're going to put like Looney on Cat. Looney's been playing spectacular. Um, Wiggins on um, Edwards. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and we don't have Gary Payton to lock down D'Lo. I hope he's so back. Yeah, I don't know he, his status. If he's not back, you know, yeah. why yeah. not try out Kaminga? Yeah. Because um, you know how JTA's been starting yep, that's games. Right. Right. What if you start Kaminga? Give, give some of those minutes to because Kaminga. Because yeah. the, the big difference is that well, Kaminga has been—he's been showing flashes of all-star athleticism since his very first game against OKC. Yeah. Um, but but he's, he's a rookie, and he's not—he's gotten, gotten way smarter under the wing of Draymond because he's now hustling back on defense. Where if you would, if you would, if he like missed a three or something in the first ten games, he'd get so down about it, and then his player, and then his other player. 
the, his defender kind of like gets on and scores. Right. And he's not really doing that anymore. Right. So big, big step up for Kamingo. We hope to see more of it. And uh, as we wrap up this episode, we hope to see more of your comments on our comment board. We promise be sure every, to write in. every single comment that shows up, we will personally talk to. Um, and Dave Piazza, Jeff Bostic, anybody who wants to get on this pod, you're welcome. Let's find a time and you let's get on here. Let's do it. Let's get on here. Well, and I will start researching Sarunas Marcellonis, the Lithuanian bruiser, and maybe maybe have a little uh, side project there that, that George, George may be interested yeah. in. Um, but thanks, everybody. Thanks, Karen. I hope uh, you're going to be tuning in for, for life now. This and is episode... Good, good week. What? Yeah, good week. This is episode 24 of Untuck Shorts, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening.